Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Tonight's Bible Talk program is pre-recorded and we will not be taking any phone calls. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, waiting for your calls here on this program so we can get going. I need to hear from you. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. This is not... An open air, well, it's not specifically open air, but you can always call with any questions you have about the Word of God. But this is a challenge day, a day that I will be giving challenges to you. But at the same time, that does not stop you from calling with your very own individual uh, questions. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, waiting to hear from you on the phone lines. In fact, you need to fill it up right now. That's what this program is all about. You can call me just as McCoy is doing right now from Detroit. Hello, McCoy. How you doing? Hi, Pastor Moss. How you feeling today? Just great, buddy. How are you? All right. I, I got a question. I mean, you know, I think you didn't answer this before, but it came back up. I can't think of the lady name. I think her last name was back to this lady that's supposed to had um went to hell and back. Right. You're exactly right. That is her name, Baxter. Right. Now I, I don't understand it because, you know, the only persons that I know that the Bible give a description of that was uh the rich man and Lazarus. Uh-huh. And um people, you know, she says that she went there. I don't believe none of it. But, well, you know, well people... I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't believe any of yeah. it either. Now, I don't condemn yeah. her because actually, when you look into her background, uh, some discovered that she did have some bouts of uh, of mental illness. And so that, needless to say, makes me uh, more compassionate than I would be than if it had been someone who is, you know, knows better and is doing that, uh, things. Uh, but the biggest problem with it is I don't have anything against her either way. 
But the problem is that what she says is not found in the Bible. My whole thing is right. the Bible, nothing else, nothing less. And I find it very hard. Uh, now, what happens is there can be where we go to the Bible and we disagree. But at least if we're in the Bible, we know what we're talking about. But when she says, and this is what she says in her book, The Divine Revelation of Hell. That's what it's called. Uh, and when she says that Satan was in hell on fire laughing. Okay. <laughs> Right then I knew that she wasn't coming from a biblical concept of hell. There is no place in the Bible where we find that the devil, when he gets to hell, is going to be laughing. In fact, what we, we find in the Bible is the exact opposite of that. Uh, so, so you're exactly right. There's problems with her book, but the problems with it uh, is because of the fact that she has things in that book that no way, no how are, you know, uh, based upon the Bible. Right. Yeah. She gives, a detailed, she gives a detailed description, and the Bible says don't go beyond what is written. And like you said, there's nothing written in the Bible that gives any kind of description of what she's describing, you know. No. And then you have other people talking about, I went through the tunnel, and there was this big light. And, yeah, and hell, know, and and hell is shaped like a woman. Hell is shaped like, like a woman laying on her back. Some people should have got upset. The women should be protesting with that statement, right? But but, yeah, but right, I agree. But then agree. she makes the devil look like he's the king of hell. And in Revelation chapter twenty, verse ten, it says, "And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast—that's the the antichrist—and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever." So if he's tormented, what's he doing laughing while he's burning in the flame? Nothing in the Bible says right. that. Uh, so that's right. the problem with her book. Unfortunately, uh, uh, many people said they got uh, brought to the Lord as a result of it. I hope when they did that they went and looked at the Bible and found out that what might have got them interested in Jesus really wasn't something that promotes uh, the revelation that Jesus gave us in the Bible. Right. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think the sad part about it, that you have people that's confessing to be born again Christians saying they believe that, what she said, and I I, I couldn't get to it because I'm like, how are you going to believe what she says is not even written in the Bible? Well, what happens you is, I'm, and I'm not saying that they're, uh, that they're not people who are born-again Christians who believe it. All I'm saying is the trouble is born-again Christians should make sure that they're basing everything they believe on the Bible. Uh, and if it's not, then they need to adjust their belief system so it's so. Uh, that's the problem. Well, I have no doubt okay, that uh, there are many. We live in a day where a lot of Christians are not, uh, uh, you know, focusing on the word of God, uh, which is the bread right. of life, which is the light that we're supposed to have. And so that is the, the biggest problem. And so they will right. read anything out there on the market and not examine it biblically. And that's a real problem. Yeah, you're right, buddy. Yeah. Well, that was my call, Pastor Moss. <laughs> All right. Well, anytime, man. I'm, I'm always glad to hear from you, sir. Okay, thank you. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss, uh, waiting for you to call, and also just trying to find some real good challenges for you to deal with here today. You know, I have so many of them in my mind until I just wonder what to give you. I don't want to give you anything too hard, and I don't want to give you anything too easy. So what if I were to give you a question like this. Somebody please call and tell me, what is the Apocrypha? 
Now, when I said that, even Marcus moved his head. He said, what? He said, and you said you're trying to be easy? That's right. What is the Apocrypha? Spelt A-P-O-C-R-Y-P-H-A. The Apocrypha. What is it? If you know, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. You got one time to get it wrong. That's it. I'll give the right answer. That means that I win. The radio listeners lose, but still, we learn. What do you got to say, Marcus? I don't think that I can take it. <laughs> no, they can take it. They, 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 they can take it. They can answer something like that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Moss. To see what you know today about the Bible, about the Word of God, these will be questions both uh, that are in the Bible and also outside of the Bible, right? There are some things, external things, that you need to know that helps you with Bible history, church history, things of that nature. Uh, and all of these things help you to understand the Bible. And then there's things in the Bible that you need to know. All right. So the first question on the table, what is the Apocrypha? What is it? If you know, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Call uh, dealing with my challenges or call with any question, absolutely any question you have about the Word of God. Now, I'm not saying I can answer them all, but if I can't, I'll get back with you on it. <laughs> but I, I do the best job I can here with limited resources. That is my Bible right before me and not a bunch of commentaries and things. But you call with any question that you have. We're going to go uh, to Hence in Detroit. See what's on his mind. Hello, Hence. Yes, Pastor Moss. I just like to say that uh, I have followed you for years back when you were over at um, uh, Evangel wow. uh, and Pastor Vogel. Okay, yeah. that's over 11-something. I was with him for 11 years, so you know I'm old now. <laughs> yes, but one thing about you, and I tell everybody, you know, I don't care what faith you are, you are strictly biblical. You back up what you say by the word, you know. Well, absolutely. That's the only thing I, I know to do, you know. Lawyers go to law books. Uh, doctors go to medical uh, books. The, the pastor is supposed to go to the Bible. He can't make it up as well, he goes along. Well, hopefully one day I'll have as much uh, 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 knowledge as you have. <laughs> oh, I'm chicken feed, man. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I now, thank God for all the, the teachers I had before me. Okay. Now, to your question, the Apocrypha, the Apocrypha. are the, un, the, Apocrypha are the uncanonized books of the Bible, the only faith that used them that I know is the Catholic Church. Wow. Give this man an applause when you get a chance, Marcus. I know you're busy on that phone with all the callers, but we got to get an applause to you because, but brother, the question could not have been answered better than that, right? The Apocrypha are books uh, that were written in what is called the uh, the 400 silent years or the intertestamental period between the close of the Old Testament, Old Testament written between 1500 and 425 B.C., and then the New Testament starting about 45 A.D., in between that gap of time, uh, which, which we call the silent years, then the apocryphal books were written. And we're not saying that there's not good stuff that is in them, okay? We've got 1st Maccabees, 2nd Maccabees, and things of that nature. But, however, they were not deemed, they weren't considered to be uh, uh, Scripture until the Roman Catholic Church declared that to be so, all right? Uh, other than that, they were good for reading. Some of them contained some truth. Uh, but there's some problems in them because they talk about praying for the dead. And in 1st and 2nd Maccabees, they admit 
they admit that no prophets were on the scene when they were written, okay? Weren't written by prophets. Good historical sources, but we know that in the Old Testament, uh, we have over 2,500 times where thus saith the Lord is mentioned. That doesn't happen in the Apocrypha. Good stuff, good for reading, but uh, you're exactly right. Give this man an applause, uh, Marcus. I still, uh, he's, still, he's working uh, so hard. Dr. Mark, <laughs> yes, uh, I do have a question. Well, well, not a question, but sure. Ask me what's on your, your mind. Your your advice and your insight. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a friend of mine that's been, uh, he's a Christian, but he's been struggling with drugs for some time. Uh-huh. And he, he'll he be, you know, clean for a while, you know, and then he falls off, okay? Uh, his, the thing is, is that uh, I know that, yes, uh, you can pray and ask God to forgive you. Okay, you know, uh, uh, every time that he does it. But mm-hmm. I told him that that instead of praying for forgiveness, he should start praying for deliverance. But his question is, like, if he's clean for a while, and then if he if he uh, falls off and if he uses drugs again, is God really going to – well, okay, I know the Scripture says that God does not strive with man always. Mm-hmm. Does there come a point where God would just say that, you know, I'm through with you? Well, what happens, uh, uh, that is possible if someone has made up their mind that they are not going to do what God has told them to do. But the problem for him is this. The, the, the point of this is not so much God, it's him. What is he going to do? And he has to realize that, uh, that there's something he can do because he's got power in Christ. First uh, Peter chapter 4 is helpful. Uh, because of the fact that there, that deliverance sometimes costs us something. Notice what it says in First Peter four, and I'd like for you to share this verse with him if you get a chance. Where it says okay. First, First Peter, Peter four, you said chapter four, verse one, and let First. me read it. For as much okay. then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, now that's what it says. There's no doubt about it. Christ hath suffered for us. Uh, does this man avow uh, to be a Christian? Yes. Okay. Yes. It says, for as much then, so this should really resonate home for him. For as much then, as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. Okay. Now listen to this. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin. It's no easy deliverance. In order for him to overcome a habit, he's got to suffer in his flesh. He's got to deny his flesh, his mind, the uh, pleasure that has come from that. Okay. It's going to take some sweating, some praying, some fasting, and all of that. Notice again, he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin. Said verse 2, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men, but to the will of God. Okay? Uh, and then okay. it says this uh, in verse 3, for the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revilings, banqueting. Okay, so what happens is okay. he's got to suffer in his flesh. And listen, I can I can I can testify to that. I used to be a smoker, and I was smoking my head off. Okay, and uh, every time the urge came, I would g- grab myself a pipe and I would smoke. And I found out that when I tried to stop, man, my body told me you're crazy. Get a pipe, light up. Okay, <laughs> and so I had to just stop completely. Pray, and and once you uh, let uh, the devil know that you're not going to satisfy the flesh, it begins to leave. But he's got to know okay. that it's not an, necessarily an easy thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, one final question: 
he told me about a verse, I think it's in uh, Second Timothy, where it says that men uh, love pleasure more than they love God, I think. Yeah, okay. Yep. I think uh, he said Second Timothy 3, I think. Okay. Well, there's a number of passages that are, are like that. The key passage, of course, that condemns worldliness, uh, we find over in First uh, John, in chapter 2, right? Where at verse 15 it says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Verse 16, for all that is you in... You just said it. Yep. For, you, see, that's his problem in that, again, this man used to be a Sunday school teacher, mm-hmm. Bible study teacher, mm-hmm. but drugs caused him. That's his dilemma is that um, uh, what you just said, that if you love the world, then um, God is not in you. And he's concerned whether he's gotten to the point that even that that the spirit is not with him anymore because that's not true as long as he is interested in the lord the lord is interested in him it's not that god okay. has blocked him he is blocking god right uh because okay. it says for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes the pride of life is of the is not of the father but is of the world and the world passes away with the lust thereof but he that does the will of god abides forever he's got to start doing the will of god turning his back on those things and he's going to suffer in his flesh, but God will deliver him. I'm a testimony. So, I, I, I smoked for years. I gave it up. Okay. God bless me. Okay. One final question. So if he if he relapses and he fails again, mm-hmm. he should just continue to pray and, you know, and try to come back? I mean, uh, oh, absolutely. What does the Bible tell us to do? Over in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Then 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that's what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And I pray that God's anointing would continually be on you and bless you and your family. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Barb, uh, Sister Lazenby and Martha, we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by July 31st, and you'll save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is called 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. 
Chris McCourtney for Salem Surround, the digital marketing solution that keeps growing by leaps and bounds. The reason? Strategies. Everybody out there has all the digital advertising products your business wants, but the strategies you need, well, as a small business owner, you're on your own. Enter Salem Surround. We're more than products. We design a comprehensive digital strategy with the components you can't find anywhere else, branded audio. How about we target your best customers with proven digital tactics, lead them down the customer journey, and introduce them to you. Tell your story. Sell your product with branded audio. You're tired of digital products being pitched at you. It's time for a one-stop digital marketing partner. Let's talk about your strategy today. Go to SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. On April 19th, Good Friday, and on April 21st, Resurrection Sunday, Strictly Biblical will be presenting scenes from Jesus the Hero. Come and see Jesus Christ in his battle with Satan. Also, come and see Jesus heal people in the Valley of the Lepers. Friday, April 19th, on Good Friday, from 12 to 2 p.m., and again on April 21st, Resurrection Sunday, at our 11 o'clock service. There will be a presentation of Scenes from Jesus the Hero. This is located at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River. Strictly Biblical, 10709 Grand River in Oakman, in Detroit. All are welcome. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Yeah, you don't want to miss the scenes from Jesus the Hero at our Good Friday service uh, on Good Friday, April 19th, uh, starting at uh, 12 o'clock. Uh, then on uh, Easter Sunday, what I like to call Resurrection Day, we're going to do an encore presentation of it. Uh, it will be a wonder to behold as you see the actors bring to life scenes from the New Testament. All right, that's the Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River at uh, Oakman and uh, Grand River. Encourage you to come be a part of our service. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Barbara, Sterling Heights, uh, Sister Lazenby, Martha, we're going first to Barb in Sterling Heights. How you doing, Barb? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, good. I've got a question for you, Barb, before you say anything. Can you explain what? to me what annihilationism is? Well, I wanted to comment on Apocrypha. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know that was the correct answer, but I was, well, annihilation means, you, you know, you're, um, you don't go to heaven or hell. You're just gone. Like, okay, well, you right? know, I would say this, that definitely the part that you got right about it is that you're gone. Normally, the term is associated with the teachings of the Jehovah Witnesses and the Seventh-day Adventists, where they say that hell, you will not be tormented forever, but rather you will be completely annihilated. You know, you won't suffer eternal torment. It will only be temporary torment. 
And, of course, the problem with that is that the Bible, in a number of places, and especially over in Revelation 14, 11, says, And the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever, and they have no rest, day nor night, who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever receives the mark of his name. So a number of scriptures are like that, which teach against it. But, Bob, you got close enough to get an applause. Marcus, we can no, give <laughs> we can give Barbara an but applause. I'm not asking her I'm, to be 90% is good enough. Give this woman, she says, annihilationism says you're gone, but you're not gone. According to the Bible, you're still going to be around. All right, so what, um, what's your question? I, I want to comment on the Apocrypha because sure. I used to be Catholic. Uh-huh. And I read the part where they said they were praying for the dead, okay? okay? And that's where the Catholic Church says why purgatory exists. You're exactly and right. And my cousin asked me to go to a Bible class at his Catholic Church with him. This was after I was no longer Catholic and I'm Protestant. Uh-huh. And I knew better, but I went with him to see what, and wouldn't you know they were teaching on that, on purgatory. Uh-huh. And I said, well, I read that part of the Apocrypha in the it talked about people who were engaged in idol worship, and they were trying to pray them, pray for the dead that had been engaged in idol worship. Well, when you're Catholic, there's two kinds of sins. One is a mortal sin, and one is a venial That's sin. That's exactly right. Mortal being worse. Mm-hmm. And if you died in mortal sin, you went to hell. You did not go to purgatory. That's so right. no one could you out of hell. So I said to the priest teaching the bio class, I said, how can they pray someone out of hell? This, you know, this does nothing to do with purgatory. <laughs> and he said, well, I'll be turned red in the face. <laughs> didn't know how to answer me. But that's how they got that. Well, you, you know, you're exactly right. And what happens is that uh, when you ask a question, I'm not trying to say that they're not Catholics who are Christians. Unfortunately, uh, they need to get into something more biblical because, and I found that just like you, Barb, once people start reading the Bible for themselves, if they're really reading the Bible and taking it for what it says, that they begin to drift away from the Roman Catholicism because they're yes. t- things are being taught yes. there, like praying. To, it's just simple that praying to Mary and things that are not found in the Bible. So thank, you, thank you very much. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Oh, and Pastor Moss, uh-huh. um, when I was delivered from smoking, um, whenever I was tempted, I said, Satan be con, because by I, whom the Lord has set free is free indeed, and you can't tempt me into smoking again. And he left. He'd go, and I wasn't tempted anymore. I, I, I like that testimony, girl. We can learn from it. Thank you very much. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Who can I play with? Who can I play with with this next question? I know who I can play with. Sister Lazenby in Plymouth, Michigan. Hello, Sister Lazenby. Praise the Lord, Pastor Moss. Don't you play with me because um, I call with the answer to your other question. Oh, no, and no, I, no. I you know, listen. All of us, you, look, all of us Bible students out here, I think a lot of us are trying to get in on that apocrypha because we knew the answer. <laughs> well, listen, you know how I work. Uh, it's no such I, thing exactly. as you. Hey, when you call, I got you. That's it. I know, <laughs> but I got a question for you all the way from California. Oh, well, okay. Well, what can I do? What's your question? Yeah, my my daughter wants to know when the Holy Spirit is removed from the earth, when we're taken out of here, and she asked me this last night, and I wasn't quite sure, so 
But I told her, I said, well, I do know the Bible says the spirit of God would not strive with man always. And at some point, he's going to be removed. And the Bible says there's going to be a time when men going to want to kill themselves and they're not going to be able to succeed in doing so. So how should I answer her? Wow, and I, I need the scripture to back it up. Well, you, oh boy, you sure got that right, right? Because if we don't have scripture, if we don't have scripture, we don't have anything. And I commend her. I commend her for being a person who is getting her answers from the Bible and then asking questions to deal with it. All right. So I'm going to answer this with two verses. Uh, We're going to go to uh, Psalms 139 first. It's very important for us to go there because the question, the way she asked it was, what happens when the Holy Spirit is gone from the earth? Now, one thing we can say is I know what, what she's reading from, but there's no passage in the scripture that teaches that the Holy Spirit will be gone. Now, the reason why okay. we know that can't be is because of what it says over in Psalms 139. Okay. Where in Psalms 139 and verse 7, uh, the psalmist writes, Whether shall I go from thy spirit, or whether shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If, my, if I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. So, in other words, right. God's Holy Spirit is omnipresent, right? It's a member of the Godhead, it's yes. everywhere present. Exactly. So there's now, no. That's David, but do you have access to the Holy Spirit? Well, here's the thing. Uh, definitely, you'll have access to it, okay? But what she's talking about, she's talking about Second Thessalonians chapter two. Okay. This is where she's coming from, right? Where okay. what it says is, and she's reading uh, from uh, chapter three. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall mm-hmm. not come, except uh, there come a falling away first, that the man of sin may be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's talking about the Antichrist, right? Right. Then it says at verse 5, remember you not, that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Now here's where her reasoning is. Verse 6. And now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. So, the, and, and so for the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now prevents, that's what it means, says letteth in King James English, but it means to prevent, will prevent okay. until he be taken out of the way. Then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. So what this is saying is that uh-huh. when the restrainer, and I agree with her, that the restrainer is the Holy Spirit. But he's taken away what that means if uh, from a pre-trib rapture view that we believe that the rapture takes place before the seven-year tribulation. So while the Holy right. Spirit will be on the earth, the Holy Spirit will not be operating through the church because the church is gone. Yeah. Okay. So, so, okay. so it's That's not talking about, so yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not talking wow, about God the removal. Really been dealing with my baby girl. Right, because the, 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 the Holy Spirit has to still be, it's everywhere. There's no, it doesn't go away. Yeah. But still, it will, the Holy Spirit will not be operating on it through the church because the church has been mm-hmm. raptured. Remember, mm-hmm. people will still get saved during the tribulation period. During they couldn't, yeah, okay. they couldn't be saved if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit still being present. But, but what that okay. means is he's removed. The, the Holy Spirit, as he operates in the church, is gone during that time. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Wow, that's beautiful. All right. Well, listen, you, you asked such a good question. I won't even bother you. I'll leave you alone. But there'll be another day, Mom. <laughs> there'll be another day. I, I got you. But next time, I'm coming at you. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Uh, Sister Lazenby, 
I think I did click something wrong, Marcus. It was my fault, not yours. Because I, I clicked something. It seemed like she got dim on me. <laughs> That's what that was. There you go. When I try to be a technician. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. On the most bible talking show in radio, Bible Talk. We encourage you to call that number. Well, Sister Lassenby, we got her back on, but then she went off. Probably was my fault. My fault. Maybe when I clicked her off, something happened. I don't know. Call back. That's right. Give us a call. We're ready for you. Okay. Wasn't your fault. I'm pl- trying to play the technician here. I got to let Marcus do his job. He doesn't bother me. I need to leave him alone. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Here's my second question for you. Okay. Uh, that I'd like to ask. What is deism? Have you heard that term? What does it mean? Deism. Okay. It's spelled D-E-I-S-M, deism. What does that mean? Do you know? If you do, give us a call. Okay. If you want to be a scholar for today, you sure are a scholar if you can give the answer to terms like that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Amy Moss. What's on your mind, Marcus? All right, we're going to let him in. <laughs> we're going to let him in. We're going to let in Gary from Pontiac. Hello, Gary. How you doing? Hello, is this uh, this Pastor Moss? Yes, sir, Gary. You got the Bible Talk program, my friend. Okay, for some reason it didn't come in clear. Okay, number one, I heard you talking about how you believe that the Lord could come back at any time. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a program called End Time that disproves that, and I'd like to try that. Okay. Okay, number one, we should be ready because we don't know when we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but also Jesus in Matthew 24, Luke 17, and Mark 13, he tells when he's coming back. So what throws people off is uh, it says no man knows the day nor the hour. Uh-huh. But the Lord actually tells when he's coming back. Well, and, well then let me ask you this question, though. If he said, if he said in Matthew 24 and 13, watch therefore... For you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man comes, then how could we know when he's coming back? Well, he tells the events what take place before he comes back. Like in Matthew 24, it talks about the uh, the coming of the Son of Man, and the uh, the eagles will be gathered to the carcass. Mm -hmm. So in that prophecy in Luke 17, it says the eagles will be gathered to the body. Uh And there's two men wrote about the, the incident. But one put carcass and the other put body. And Jesus is talking on Luke 17 to his disciples, and he says the eagles will be gathered to the body. Well, if and the eagles, are gathered, if the eagles are gathered to the body, what is he talking about? The eagles are the saints of God. You go to Isaiah, uh, the 40th chapter, and says that, that we shall mount up with wings as eagles. So in prophecy, when the Lord's talking about eagles, he's not talking about birds. He's talking about the saints of God. So the saints of God. So well, if you go to Luke 17 and see what said where the, they said, "Where would he be taken?" The Lord says, "Where the body is, the eagles will be gathered." Yeah, so but you know what that? But disciples. you know what that really is talking about, Gary? What that is really talking about is Death Valley days. Yeah, where it talks about the uh, the eagles that gather around the Bible, uh, the bodies. Believe you me, that's not talking about anything that's good in that particular passage. 
What that is talking about actually is uh, uh, judgment. Yeah. And the people in this case, notice you're at Luke chapter 17, right? And you're looking at about verse 35, where it says, Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken and the other left. Now, they're in the field, working in the field. Two men shall be in the field. One shall be taken and the other left. And, and so what happens is the disciples didn't know what this meant, one of them. Uh, and they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, not the person. This is a lifeless body that was uh, killed because of the invasion of enemies against Israel. No doubt talking about the tribulation period. Whosoever, wheresoever the body is, that the will of the eagles be gathered together. So that's got nothing to do with the rapture and nothing to do with what you're talking about, unfortunately. Look up a good commentary on that. See if there's any that could help you in your assessment of those verses. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I'm looking for the definition of deism. What does that mean? Do you know, Valerie, how you doing? Fine. How are you, Pastor Moss? Just great. That's good. I have a general idea of what deism may mean. Okay. <laughs> um, from my understanding, some of the forefathers of the United States that made the Constitution, made the Constitution held that belief. And if I'm not mistaken, deism is the belief that there is a God that he does not interfere in the affairs of man. In other words, he allows man to do whatever he wants to do, and he just watches. He doesn't intercede. He doesn't interfere, so to speak. So that's the only definition I've ever had of deism. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, Valerie. It is great to have someone as intelligent as you in our listening audience because you're exactly 100% right. Give her an applause. She got it. That's deism. Thomas Jefferson, we believe, was one. Also, Thomas Paine. Valerie, did you have a question for me? Well, hang on I if you do. My question is hang on, hang on. Hang on. We got to take a break and we'll be right back. Hang on, can you? Okay, I'll hold on. All right, we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. 
I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. A movie that is changing hearts and minds and creating hope. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. You can't depend on a government school to teach you raw history. If you find a very educated black American, somebody who got a 4.0 at a public high school, they are actively learning their history wrong. This is the first thoughtful, factual, and historical film about black America. There should be a pride that we have in the fact that this country was built by many great black men and women. I focus on three things. Belief in God, belief in myself, and my belief in the United States of America. Uncle Tom is one of the most important documentaries of our time. Starring Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Brandon Tatum, and Herman Cain. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code DETROIT for 20% off. UncleTom.com. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. On April 19th, Good Friday, and on April 21st, Resurrection Sunday, Strictly Biblical will be presenting scenes from Jesus the Hero. Come and see Jesus Christ in his battle with Satan. Also, come and see Jesus heal people in the Valley of the Lepers. Friday, April 19th, on Good Friday, from 12 to 2 p.m., and again on April 21st, Resurrection Sunday, at our 11 o'clock service. There will be a presentation of Scenes from Jesus the Hero. This is located at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River. Strictly Biblical, 10709 Grand River in Oakman, in Detroit. All are welcome. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. With Valerie still on the line. How you doing, Valerie? Doing well, Pastor Moss. All right. Thank you for that great answer. And uh, what is your question? My question is, will there be marriages and births during the thousand-year reign of Christ? Uh, uh, Yes, there will be. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, there will be. In other words, the thousand-year reign of Christ is not heaven. Uh, That will be on the earth. It'll be like like a Garden of Eden condition on the earth. Uh, the lifespan of man will be uh, uh, ex- expanded to be longer, but still people will live and die. Uh, now And die. And die. Yeah. In fact, we find that Revelation uh, doesn't, uh, believe it or not, and this is not to uh, uh, talk against the book of Revelation in any sense, but the, uh, the book of Revelation uh, doesn't give us as clear a picture of that particular question that you asked. Uh, it's Isaiah that really does that. Isaiah goes mm-hmm. into some details that we don't find. Uh, in uh, the book of Revelation concerning mm-hmm. the um, 
the last days, for instance, uh, or the millennium period. Uh, here mm-hmm. over in Isaiah 65. Now, as we go here, good question that you ask also. Uh, this is Thank the kind you. of study we're studying in our courses on prophecy at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Mm-hmm. In Isaiah chapter 65, it says at verse 17, uh, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. Now, this is in the book of Isaiah, but you know like I do if you've read Revelation, this is what we see in Revelation chapter 21, where mm-hmm. behold, I create a new heavens and a new earth. Now, what mm-hmm. happens is when Isaiah saw it, what he did, was he put the new heavens and the new earth and the millennium kind of together. Now, they're separated by a thousand years, but that's how the Bible does it sometimes, right? Because first mm-hmm. of all, he says, For behold, I create a new heaven and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come to mind. Then he says at verse 18, But be you glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. Now, hang on, uh, Valerie, because this can get more confusing before it gets clear. In verse 19, he says, And I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people, and the voice of weeping shall no more be heard, nor the voice of crying. Then watch this at verse 20. Notice it says, There shall be no more thence an infant of days, nor an old man that hath not filled his days, for the child shall die a hundred years old. But the sinner being a hundred years old shall be accursed. So in other words, If there are infants there, we know it's not heaven because there will be nobody being a baby in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So if they're infants, then it's got to be that babies are born. This is talking about the millennium, not heaven. And then it Mm -hmm. says they'll die. We know one thing, won't be any death in heaven. So this is talking Mm -hmm. about the millennium. But a hundred years, if you died a hundred years, it's like dying as a baby because people will live longer, probably as long as Adam lived, some 950 years. So the thousand-year reign of Christ is after the rapture? Absolutely, yeah. It's after the rapture, okay. uh, whichever one. In fact, it's after the rapture, whichever one you want, whether it's pre, mid, or post. Still, tribulation would be after the rapture is going to take place. We believe this is a pre-trib. And after the pre-trib okay. rapture, it's seven years of tribulation. Yes. Does that help any? It helps a lot. I was thinking about that scripture about the child that will live. Uh, the child shall die 100 years That's old. That's right. That's not talking about That's heaven. where my question was coming from. Right. What happens is the prophets, it's amazing to study it, Valerie. They would see something. Like you ever been on a trip like maybe down south where you're mm-hmm. just riding in the country and you see two mm-hmm. mountains. It looks like they're close together. But when you mm-hmm. get up near them, you find out that they're separated by like hundreds, maybe 100 miles. Like in Chattanooga, yeah. Yeah, that's what happens in biblical prophecy. The Bible will talk about things that are close together when actually they could be happening at different times. So that's what we're looking at. I see. I know it's not chronological. I know that. There you go. It's not chronological. uh, But in this case, it is. One thing, uh, there are places in the book of Revelation where things go right in order. The rapture, the tribulation, uh, the millennial reign, then heaven. What about the marriage supper of the Lamb? That takes place in heaven. Okay. All right. Thank you, Pastor Mons. All right. You look like someone who needs to be in our prophecy classes. We'd love to have you there. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Y'all wearing me out. Take a break. We'll be right back. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. The entertainment industry regularly ignores a common sense lesson. You can't connect with a mass audience by insulting a figure they revere. Multiple reports indicate the upcoming film Habit features Paris Jackson as a lesbian Jesus and object of fixation for a drug-addicted party girl. 
A petition by Christian believers to block the dubious film's release has already drawn nearly half a million signatures, and its box office potential looks distinctly limited. Adding to the irony, Paris Jackson, the film's star, was raised from age 11 by her grandmother, a devout Jehovah's Witness and mother of 10. Meanwhile, Disney's filmed version of the musical masterpiece Hamilton has set streaming records and drawn near universal praise with its sympathetic portrayal of rapping, dancing, founding fathers like Alexander Hamilton and George Washington. An obvious conclusion? You can attract more filmgoers by respecting their values than by assaulting them. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. song he's coming back that's what it's all about the return of jesus christ to the planet number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emmy moss listen if you want bible study a church where you can go to where you have to bring the bible with you a church that is not seeker friendly but seeker jesus friendly where you need your bible Strictly Biblical is the church for you. The name, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. We have Monday night Bible studies, Bible studies all during the week. We encourage you to come, and when you come, you will feel naked without your Bible. 10709 Grand River is our location. 
We look to see you there. You can call area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270 to find out about all of our Bible studies. And if you are interested in biblical prophecy, okay, we're the place to be because every Tuesday from 11 until about 12.30 or 1, we're dealing with the subject of biblical prophecy and giving certificates in that particular study. So come to Strictly Biblical 10709 Grand River at Oakman. We're going to go to Brighton and talk to Valentine. Hello, Valentine. How you doing, Valentine? You're on the air. Valentine going once. Going twice. All right. Well, let's try. We're going to go to Renee in Madison Heights. Hello, Renee. How you doing? Good, Pastor Moss. How are you doing? Just great. Thanks for calling. Good. I do have a question for you since you were talking about Revelation. Okay. And I've been trying to learn more about um, Revelation. And the more I read, the more confused I get. So I was just wondering, I thought I'd ask you, is there any other, um, is there anything out there that could help me better understand Revelation, reading the book? of revelation in the Bible and getting an understanding of what these verses mean? Uh, Absolutely. There are a number of books that you can get, uh, so many. In fact, uh, I would recommend that you go to a Bible bookstore, you know, not just a regular store, because a Bible bookstore will have books on prophecy that are biblically related. Uh, And uh, ask for for books on eschatology. Now, my recommendation would be uh, any book uh, written by um, uh, Mike... Uh, the guy's name is Mike Hitchcock. He's a very good writer in the area. Did you say Hitchcock? Yeah, Mike Hitchcock. He writes. Okay. He he's a real good uh, a guy, a former lawyer who turned into a theologian. So he has a lot of good books okay. on the subject. Uh, the one book I would recommend above many, and a lot of good books are out there. You could order uh, Dr. David Jeremiah's book from his ministry. Uh, which is called Signs of the End. That's a good book as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I had heard about that. Yeah. And I was wondering if that was any good. Yeah, that's a okay. good book. It's a great book. And he quotes from uh, some of the guys that I'm that I'm mentioning to you. So he's real good. He's read other scholars as well and helped put his book together. Uh, if I were to re- recommend one book above them all, it would be a book by Dwight Pentecost. That's the title of it, Dwight Pentecost. And it's called Things to Come. That is an awesome book. Uh, that book is good. I recommend it because Dwight Pentecost, not only does he go into the theology of eschatology, but also every page is filled with biblical verses. He proves every point he makes with Scripture. All right. Things to come. Okay. Yeah. Things to come. All right. That's great. Private. That book was so good, Renee. I went to Niagara Falls one time with my wife, left the book out, didn't lock it up. When I came back, somebody stole the book. <laughs> oh! But I said, God bless them. They couldn't resist yeah. the book. I hope they got saved afterwards. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> I got me another copy, but that book I can understand. It is a great book. Dwight Pentecost, Things to Come. All right. Well, thank you, Pastor Moss. I appreciate it, and I and I love listening to your show. And thank God, uh, you know that God filled your mind with all that knowledge, and you're sharing it with us. I appreciate it. Well, I praise God because it is God's work and uh, and not mine. Thank you, Renee. I appreciate that very, very much. All right. We're out of time. Now, this is the time when Marcus looks at me. He's getting happy because he knows the program. He just needs rest. I mean, I don't fault him. He works all day. All these programs you hear and he does run the wind. Then he does my program. But still, you can call in. He doesn't tell you this. He doesn't. But I'm going to tell you. You can call in. If you call in fast, if you've got a question 
and you want to get it in, you better call now because I'm looking at his face. Marcus is ready. He's ready to cut. He's <laughs> Aren't you, Marcus? He's See, he's singing in the rain. He's ready. He's singing in the rain. <laughs> that man's ready to get some rest. So if you've got a question, you better call it in in a hurry. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Needless to say, just to let you guys know, I enjoy very much being here on this program. I'm glad to be your uh, your biblical consultant. want to continue to do that, but I do need to get support from you. You can give us that support by writing a check to... Bible Boot Camp Ministries, that's Bible Boot Camp Ministries, P.O. Box 05879, okay, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries, P.O. Box 05879, 05879, Detroit, Michigan, okay, uh, 484205. Please just write, send it off to us as quick as you can. We'll get it, and that helps to support our program. And uh, enjoy being with you. If you didn't get with me today, hey, there's always tomorrow, God willing, unless the rapture takes place, which, despite what you may have heard, it can happen at any time. And don't miss our Good Friday. It's going to be great. Also, Sunday, where you'll be uh, seeing presentations on both those days of Jesus the Hero. Uh, great, uh, a bunch of great folks put it together. You will love it very much as well as other things that happen on that Good Friday program. Good Friday service at 12 o'clock. Then on Sunday, Resurrection Day, our uh, 11 o'clock service, we encourage you to come bring your Bible, as always, to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries as we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. A number of good things happening. And this, to me, is really the most highest uh, holy time for us. Christmas is great, but remember... He was born to die and raise again from the dead for our sins. And that's exactly what he did. And now what we're looking for is his second coming. And Jesus is on the way. And he told us to be ready because we do not know the day or the hour when he's going to arrive. Listen, this is Pastor Moss. It's good being with you. Look forward to being with you uh, uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, enjoy your Good Friday. I won't be here on that day because I'll be at church. But definitely still thinking of you. God bless you. This is Pastor Moss. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.